0: This is the Potter's Podcast, with an exciting week that's gone on, two great results, Neil Warnock being an absolute idiot.
1: Oh a lockdown.
0: Kind of. (laughs) Not so much in our area. It's been an interesting week, it's been a brilliant week. A lot of stuff, injuries happened. We've had more injuries than any other team going. But we aren't moaning, we're just talking about it's a great game. We're just winning. We're just winning. Yeah. With no goalkeepers, out there dropping like flies, everyone's getting injured, but we're still winning games. Yeah, Michael O'Neill just doesn't seem bothered. Chris
1: Sutton has even come on to 6.06 and said, I think Stoke could go up this year. The thing is, even I've started thinking it, you know me. Mr Not positivity. Uh, I think we're going up Can't do any more can we Than what we're doing at the minute Well I mean we're getting injuries all the time Neil Warnock can
0: talk We'll go on him after But a fantastic result
1: Yeah another another good result With a sort of injury stricken side now aren't we and, and, and the thing is players are playing out of possession. That's proving that the squad is a, u- a unit now That anyone can come in And anyone's going to work hard for the team So well that's what I mean. it's been
0: a great week for Stoke, obviously two wins we will talk about in due course, obviously. I just want to put a mention that we've got a podcast page, we've also got a group on Facebook that I want loads of people joining to have their say and getting, getting their words out, we've got a question that we're going to go through that someone's put up on there. Get yourself on, it's on Facebook, just put the potters in, all of us lot, including yeah. yourselves.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't come up gardening anymore like it used to be. No, have. but to <laughs> be <fun. laughs> He's put the potters in again. How to plant a plant? Yeah, and and now it's
0: now it's the mighty Stoke and my beautiful voice. But firstly, we'll go into the crazy scenes that happened with Millwall. Quite strained by it, to be honest, because it seems to be getting a lot of support from fans, and people will want to know our opinions on this.
1: Well, I mean, obviously the fans have been letting in certain areas, certain areas that are not in Tier Three. It's not a great way of coming back in, is it no matter how you look at it. The thing is, for me. The the reason the Black Lives Matter thing is there for a reason. Racism is a bad thing. We don't condone it. I understand that some people have been on Facebook saying that they're entitled to their own opinion, but sometimes your own opinion's better off left as to yourself. And and the thing is, by doing it there in front of the cameras and in front of everybody else, it's not honest. It? It's it's not. It's not whether right. you agree with the the knee or you don't. For me, 90% of people will agree that it's a good way of making a stand against racism. There will always be that 10% who don't. And and the thing is, sometimes they're better off just shutting the mouth, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. so
0: I mean, a lot of people aren't happy that it keeps coming on all the time. It's been, it's been a long time now that people have been doing the knee. I've always felt that I, I agreed with it till the end of last season because it was... There's a real important message behind Black Lives Matter that racism is wrong in every system. It's not just football; it's everywhere, and it does need to be changed. That things need to change about football. And there's no question. But the, I think the knee now has gone to as much as it can be. I think that I think we're getting to that stage yeah. now, where it's upsetting people. Not all people, but it's upset. People aren't happy with it a lot of the time, and I don't agree with booing. I think it's bad. Yeah. And I, I, you shouldn't be booing a, a movement that's trying to help the world in in the state of yeah. not being racist
1: yeah because the thing is racism has been around for so long now and it just doesn't seem to go away so well and it doesn't seem to go
0: away from millwall does it and this is not only the first occasion that millwall have decided to you know to hit <laughs> yeah, or cause, case, or it, cause it, my fear yeah. i mean i'm not going to sit here and say all oh, my millwall fans are racist it's only obviously a, a Mid- minority, minority. There seems to be a lot of
1: problems with that club. For me, time. the punishments are not enough. The thing is, you see these people who, who do get found out whether it's racism or they, they get into the pit field of the play, they come up, you've been banned for life. They, they, they can still go all the grounds. It, the thing is, as time moves on, alright, fair enough if you turn up at your own ground, they'll know who you are and they won't let you in. But the thing is, they can still turn up elsewhere and do it. And the thing is, if, they, if you want to start cracking down on people, then you need to crack down on them on a, on a national stage. Say, right, you're not allowed in any arena, whether it be football, rugby, cricket, anything. What about if you wants to get his tickets to Tom Jones? Where he but he's not learning. They're not learning from it. They just think, oh, I'm not bothered. I'll just go to a away game somewhere and get a ticket because I know someone who can get one. It, it's not, you're not punishing them enough. If you want to start making change, we need to start being a little bit harder on these people. Who are, who are doing these things? That's the way I look at it. It's just get a slap on the wrist too easy now. Well, it's not only that, there's quite a few players that, that have been caused of it as well. I mean, Bernardo Silva, I
0: think it was Bernardo Silva who put something up about Benjamin Mendy, some kind of chocolate candy stuff. It was like some kind of cartoon that has caused loads of offence. Not to
1: them two players, but to the outside source it's been. Yeah. you've got to be very careful with social media especially the footballers do because I think there was something with Edison Cavani last week as well the thing is when it goes on social media everybody sees it yeah. Yeah. whether you two as a set of players it's a private joke between us and you, you find it funny and he finds it funny that's irrelevant because the thing is people write stuff on social media and other people jump on it and go you can't say that they go you're not part of the joke, so why have you even posted it in the first place? Um, if it's a private joke between the two of you. That's what Messenger was invented for, is really. Exactly. Hello. <laughs> you no. don't need to start going, I'll, I'll tell my nan about that joke. I'll write it on, on, on social media. You I don't need that. <laughs> you don't need to. It's like this God, it's this big urge that they've got to voice their entire life on Instagram or on, on Facebook, and they don't need to cause problems for themselves sometimes players the thing is they bring trouble
0: to the door on their own i mean i mean there is a a small percentage of people who you've got to understand somebody's age that somebody from i don't know who was in the 50s or 60s or it was a different time so you can't sort of put them to account for stuff they don't really understand it was like clawing off arsenal fan tv he was one. He put. He said something about here he has DVD son or something. Which yeah. it's he can't be saying things like yeah. that nowadays. He might not understand that that's racist or anything like that. But until he become major news and he gets dropped from the channel.
1: Well, when when you're in in full view of the public and the the entire nation, people will pick the bones of what people say. At the end of the day, you can sit there with whoever you work with, or me and you can sit here having a private conversation and talk about something. The only thing it falls back on is me and you. It doesn't make any difference to anybody else because nobody else has heard it. The thing is, if you're on TV like we do a pod, we still watch what we say on this pod. The thing is, you've got to, you got understand that it's a privilege to do what 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 they do. It's it's just no different than a, I don't know. I suppose it's a privilege going and watching football because it's expensive. Thing yeah, you can't
0: afford, can't You should be there to watch the people.
1: football. All right, fair enough, there's a movement there. Whether you agree with it or not is irrelevant. You are there to support Millwall. Then people who've booed have gone to watch their football team play a football match, something they haven't done since before March. So why don't you just support the lads on getting a result? You don't need to worry about anything else. Just worry about Millwall getting the result. And it's no different than when we go. We're only interested in Stoke winning. Do you know what I mean? You're not interested in anything else. It, it, t- to me, it, it just losing a bit of concept of why they're there. When you're paying, I mean, three hundred and forty. I mean, it's probably more than Melbourne, because it's down south. Mm. I mean, all season tickets, £344 a year... It's probably 600 £700 I Yeah. Right? It, it's a lot of money. He's at work very hard, then people have got work hard for that ticket. Why are you ruining it for yourself by an opinion that you have on something whether it's right or wrong in your eyes to me you go and watch the football yeah. if if we got the phone call now saying we could go watch stoke again the other thing on my mind was seeing the what seeing the lads play again yeah well that's that's nothing i want to talk about that now
0: fans have been allowed in certain grounds obviously tier one tier two they've been allowed to have fans in the ground stoke obviously aren't because we're tier three yeah you know doesn't seem to be many tier threes down south, like, but there seems no. to be a lot of north. I think it's great to see that the fans are back. It's something that has probably been the biggest talking point of this week is that fans are slowly
1: starting to be allowed back in. It's going to be a gradual thing, and it? it's just nice that there's there's people there, and eventually, obviously, the numbers will increase in time. To me, the way it's going to go, it's obviously not full capacity at the moment, <laughs> but as, as the thing is, the virus goes, and now obviously, we've got the, the vaccine that looks like it's going to start being handed out across well that's another no, talking point about the vaccine yeah that's going to be passed out and
0: people are going to have it there's a lot of people who are anti-vaccine and, and for the vaccine I'm, I'm for it I, I, well I'm for it because I just want to get back to normal life yeah, apparently get a little card as well to prove that you've had the vaccine, so you can go anyone more land. places than anyone else. Yeah. So the more people have the vaccine, the more safe it'll be, and everyone can sort of go back to a normal life.
1: Yeah, I think anyone who's against is a little bit naive. Um, really. I mean, the thing is, we've all there's all been there's been things for all of us this year that we've not been able to do. Obviously, a lot of listeners, including ourselves, it's the football that we miss that, that's getting Yeah,
0: most get people out. are missing. I mean, there's a lot of people who are suffering with mental illness from not being able to go and yeah. suffering from
1: not being able to get out of the house and things. And We yeah. just need it back to normal. Some people I mean, only leave the house for watch the football. <laughs> yeah. if, they, if, they, if they live alone, it's their, their biggest thing. And to me, by everybody having this vaccine, it'll be a lot shorter of a wait... For us to get back in that ground properly, um, yeah. and the, the, I've got a couple of lads who work with me who've said they're not having it, and I'm just like you, are you, stupid. Because the reality is, it's, it's obviously been trialed. I know it's been a lot shorter than most other jobs two years, yeah. Yeah, if it gets us back to normal, I'm all for it. Unless you. Grow an extra arm. That's what, that's what I keep getting told that I'm going to end up <laughs> with web feet or something. So. <laughs> well, we're from middle, so that's normal anyway. Yeah.
0: Right, so we'll go into question time. At the moment it's nil-nil because you
1: didn't get your question last week. So now it's my turn now. It is your turn and you already know what the question is and you still didn't get it all week, yeah, which but, is great. Well, yeah, but to be fair, I
0: did forget. What the question was. far after you told me what the question was because... I'm a very busy person so I'm not right, so I'll we'll go
1: back to
0: the very first clue right. because you've got to think my question last week of course was Peter Thorne you were thrown by Swindon Town and you couldn't figure it out so at the moment it's nil-nil I've got a chance to take the lead big tap big, qu- big tap there's a bit of a competition on the pod it at is, the end yeah. of the season we'll find out who's the winning.
1: for me this is an easy question right. right he's an associate of Stoke he never played for Stoke right associate so he's been on the payroll at Stoke. ok right his playing career consists of Milan Leeds United Man United played for Bristol City and Southampton no idea yeah some big clubs there
0: no idea at all
1: no I mean
0: that throws when he's played for Bristol City and AC Milan yeah where are you going to get that from in the modern day era can't believe it
1: yeah exactly
0: I'll be honest I don't think I'll get that <laughs> You might do on my next clue. Right, so before we go into the next clue, we'll have to go into, as always, player ratings. Goalkeeper, who I thought played well, it is Joe Birgic.
1: He's, he's getting better with every game, really. I mean, the thing is, is the more game time he gets, for me, he, he just looks better every week. I mean, I've had three clean sheets now. I know, yeah, he's, he's putting the performances in. Yeah.
0: That's the thing. I do like him as a goalkeeper for his age. I like how he moves to the ball. He seems very confident for a man of his age. And I don't know if it's like we've got a, a version of the class of ninety two breaking through at Stoke, but what we've got? got we've got like five or six <laughs> another
1: keeper, <player>. really? <laughs> but, but we've got
0: like five or six players who've all come from the same academy. You've got Collins, you've got Suti, you've got Timon. You know, and there was a few we bought in from other clubs. But Ty Campbell's there. You've got Valinder; who's come through. We've we've got our own little
1: classenarity too here. We start pulling them through. Well, it's something that uh, we've been screaming for for years, and then all of a sudden, through injuries and and things, they are breaking through now. And the thing is, they're making they're making the mark to say we aren't going anywhere either. Because the thing is, you look at the lads who who were playing this year, Colin's suit. We don't want to take him out. Really? He's playing well, that's the yeah, well thing. So like I've already said and
0: we said it at the beginning of the podcast that the injuries that Stoke have got at the moment, I mean let's get on, and after obviously Middlesbrough's disgusting ripping everybody down and hard tackling, we've lost two more players. But we don't it doesn't seem to be affecting us. I mean Tyman played in the midfield. But I mean going back to Birchik, I thought he made two great saves. Really looked good because at the end of the day he got absolutely battered from pillar to post at times.
1: Yeah, I mean the thing is, especially if you to look at Davis, must be sitting there thinking, "I really got work off." Okay, I, I
0: think he's going to, think it's going to be hard for these two goalkeepers coming back from injury to replace Bishop because he's doing well. Every ball that came to he walloped it up the pitch, get it out of the way, no messing, get yeah. rid of it, move it. He looks a good young prospect. He does yeah. a bit of a goalkeeper. The thing is, yeah. I
1: suppose, with with there being their fans, though, is the, the pressure's off a little bit from the beginning anyway. I mean, it, if it does. It is what it is, Stoke and see, as a culture, and yeah. the bat turns a fire sometimes. And he, made come back,
0: say he made his save after the deflection as well, good. great save that was. I'm going to give an eight. Yeah, that's
1: Straight to with an eight. Solid eight,
0: yeah. Fantastic performance. Right, so we're moving to the next player. And it's a player that, from playing it as a right-back now, which isn't his position, the way he moves the ball, I, he's, I'm, I'm seeing Rio Ferdinand. I can't help it, it is <laughs> the next Rio Ferdinand, which is Nathan Collins. I love the abuse you got on Facebook yesterday. I got one bit of abuse from one person who said, you're yeah, having a laugh, and I go, who's, who's Rio Ferdinand? Rio Ferdinand's a, but- a poor man's Bobby Moore anyway. <laughs> so at the end of the day, you've got to think about it logically. I think he was. I think looking at him for the, the age he is, I think he's going to be an absolute megastar. But I worry
1: yes, how long he's going to be a bit stuck?
0: Well, we've got him, so it, it doesn't matter at the moment. So we've got him, and someone's got to pay a pretty penny to get hold of him. Well, He's worth a lot of money. I don't think one. Michael
1: O'Neill will let him go for next to nothing.
0: No, I think 50, 60 million to lose him in the modern Well,
1: his skull's probably let him go for... Well, him let
0: him go for an oat cake and a bit of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he, it's nice to see that we've got these young prospects coming through. And like I say, it's dead similar to Class United because we don't know what they're going to do. But th- from what they come through to be, Nathan Collins for me is him and Campbell look players that are going to be absolute stars in the making.
1: What you've basically got in some respects is you've got they like three or four free transfers that have come through and are actually doing the job. Because the thing is we've sat here in previous pods going well transfer window we need this, we need this, we need this. And some of these lads are coming in and going well we don't really need that now. I was screaming at the start of the season saying I'd buy two or three centre-halves. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sitting here thinking, I, don't think would I wouldn't even bother. bother. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have to in centre-back now. No, I
0: don't. Especially when he's playing at right-back. It was like a train running up and down that wing. Yeah. Big bloke knocking him out of the way. It was like, honestly, it reminded me of a
1: train running yeah. up and down that and back You've back. also yeah. got to look at the thing that somebody else is staying fit as well. And he's Ryan right Shawcross. Yeah, he's back mm-hmm. now, yeah. And, and the thing is, you look at... I mean, obviously, I can't see maybe Chester being there at the end of the season, but... I think we're good at centre-half,
0: well, now. Well, what I was thinking about the other day is that we've got two of probably the best young players in the Championship breaking through who are both known as being centre-backs. Now, if he plays three at the back, when Ryan's fit, because it looks like he is, he came on he did alright. if you put an experienced legendary pro like Ryan Shawcross in the middle with them two on each side, Inside. they're going to lay him from him, they're going to have a steady defender, they're going to take the running off him so that they can do it for him. And we all know how
1: good Ryan is as a defender. If we so, can get Ryan back to full fitness and, and his full what he, what we know he can do, that is one hell of a scary But he, three. you've got
0: the protection now of these yeah. two quick young lads. I mean, like Collins, he was running up and down that wing brilliantly. Yeah, fair enough, he hadn't got the blistering pace, but it was hard knock him off it <laughs> yeah,
1: for a lot of his age. He's like, I'm not quick, <laughs> but getting off me. I'm, I'm old.
0: <laughs> and he, to be fair, he, he did some neat little bits of footwork in the second half when he was leading through to it. me, they're
1: both confident on the ball for, for, for defensive players. Sometimes, you, you, especially at championship level, you don't see that sort of confidence on the ball. Both of them are very steady
0: on the ball. Well, the thing I liked about him on Saturday was not only that his performance and his movements on the ball and the way he was passing it, the thing I was most impressed with was his eagerness to stay in the box for so when that ball came back in because it was cleared the ball came in straight in right on his head yeah. and that you know Lee Gregory needs to take a tip from him from finishing because that's how you take an header. that's how you smack an header in the that back of a the net though isn't it it's without being a tip that's what I mean you should you. be standing
1: there as Lee Gregory going no, no sense well, I was just going Lee, Lee no. Gregory sat there <laughs> being boss I wish I could do that you're striking
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was a blistering finish you right bang have yeah. that it's a great goal I'll tell you what Rio Ferdinand wishes he was Nathan Collins let's put it <laughs> into perspective and I'm going to give him my first 10 oh, yeah? I think he was brilliant on yeah. Saturday Nathan Collins I was, I was going to go for 9 even though he was no you don't be giving 9 for Collins for that performance he was, he was <laughs> like a train smack athlete. I think Duncan Ferguson would have gone oh that's brilliant <laughs> to be honest for a defender as well absolutely brilliant and it's his second goal he's only just yeah. hit 2 goals He's getting more and more confident each week, isn't he? We've we got to make sure we give him a 15-year contract. Let's get him nailed down. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we move on to Fox. And to be fair to Fox, this is the first time when I, I looked at him and thought, he actually played well. Yeah, I think the two,
1: two wing-backs played really good football. And what you could see in Fox yesterday was that battling mentality. Because the thing is with Boric, came and they kicked us all over the place they were like stoke would have been sort of 10 10 years ago they were doggied and an horrible play one of the greatest of games as far as entertainment's concerned but fox was that he just dug in and and, and won what he needed to do got the ball up the pitch and well it was his cross for the goal as well yeah you so sort of just saw ball. that doggy player that yeah the thing is when you try and get him run 70 yards with a ball as a wing back then he doesn't look much of a prospect when you're watching him as far as winning the ball back and, and keeping things compact at the, at the back for me you can see why he came in it, that, when, he, when it's that sort of game If we're blistering forward and it's an open game, then I think Fox is... Well, yeah, probably before
0: Wickham, there was games where he he looked like he was getting overrun all the time and everything was coming from the left side.
1: Yeah, because I I thought he played well at Luton away. Because that was a very dogged game as well. Yeah, that was a 2-1, wasn't it? That one was a 2-0. They scored, didn't they, I think? 2-0. But that was a dogged game and there wasn't much pace in the game. The ball was going up and over the top a lot. But I noticed when he got the ball, he was very calm on the ball. And he can move it up the pitch yeah, quite they, well. Well, the thing is, as well, you've got to look at it. He, he came up against a, a
0: smooth operator, quite a tricky player in Patrick Roberts. Smooth on operator? Like, a smooth <laughs> operator, Patrick <laughs> Roberts. Well, I mean, he's a bit of a, bit of a one of them. But anyway, he, he's a good player. He knows how to move well, the ball. And he got no joy because of, of Fox. He was keeping him locked up. Did very well, Fox did, Yeah. on Saturday. I'm yeah. going to give him a 12 <laughs> I'll, give a 12, I'll give him an 8 yeah, no, I'll, I'll give him an 8, same as eight. fantastic performance to be honest uh, right now James Chesty I think he played well a couple of, couple of important blocks especially in the second half he was shouting he was trying to be a leader at the back <laughs> I'm cutting <laughs> straws but, yeah, yeah. but to be fair defensively he didn't make a mistake and he, I know he didn't do anything of, a, of you know, real notes but I thought he did well
1: Yeah.
0: and I think he took the leadership role on nicely when Danny Bat left, and that's the good thing about Look James Chester. Even though we'd probably say he's past his best, and he's he's not going to be a player that we'll see in the long future of the club. No, but he is a leader, and you can tell he's a leader, and that's what I liked about him on Saturday. I thought he was shouting, he was keeping us
1: organised. The thing is, he's got a lot of international experience. Chester, he's got a lot of league experience. The thing is, he. He is one of them players that in certain games you probably think, yeah, he's done, he showed, showed why he come in. But then there probably is other games where he goes larger. The thing is with Chester, I don't find him making huge mistakes in games. I just don't know he's on the pitch all the time. So, yeah, do you know what well, I mean? Well, I think that's a good mark of a defender. That's one mm-hmm. thing he said,
0: Brian Clough, about Kenny Burns. He used to say, I never used to see him on the pitch but we 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 didn't know he was there we didn't concede a goal so he's done his job <laughs> yeah, he's do done his job that's the thing it's I think to be honest James Chess, we all know he's in and out he has past his best he is getting to the stage where you know Harry suits if he was fit would be in the squad over him but I think as long as he isn't moaning as long as he isn't kicking off I don't mind him being on but the but maybe the bench.
1: that is what the modern day experienced pro in the championship is because the thing is you look at sort of like a center off like Chester is he thirty three thirty four 30, 34 now no he's 31 31 is he yeah. so he's at the back end of his career yeah he's well you've got Saturday Tuesday games pretty much till January that's so what I mean he's a good squad player yeah and, and, but the thing is at that age as well sometimes players well I could do with the rest Tuesday if I want to play Saturday yeah. and, and stuff like that so it suits the player it suits the club it might be just the reason why we sort of have a look at some of these older older players sometimes as well, just so that they're not moaning because they're not playing every game, and it suits them to have a, have a rest in the week as well. Yeah, but he's not for he's not 38. He's <laughs> he's not literally
0: the end of his career. <laughs> he's oh got my he's boss, got Give me a rest. rest. <laughs> oh, so, 31, my <me>
1: legs.
0: And <laughs> I can see that I'm 33. <laughs> but I'll give him eight, I'll give him a seven. A solid seven there, I or six, that I think Six is too low for you, will, you,
1: you always give first and then moan at mine. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, let me rate the next one and then I'll moan at yours. But the thing is, you can't give somebody a six for a clean sheet and a eat hard defensive
0: performance. It's, you've got to be. It's like <laughs> he did his job. <laughs> six. We've just, we've just had this discussion about opinions. <laughs> oh for god's sake <laughs> i'm not good, I'm not. that's it just pack it up I'm not good. <laughs> right so i'm daddy bats and you can go first this time didn't do anything wrong did he i think he did well yeah um playing well he kept getting his head to everything when the balls were flying in bang he was there doing, doing his job i do like i say i like daddy bats defending i just think he's like a fridge as long as he don't have to move him He'll do his job,
1: and that's what I want Ryan to do now. His former club as well, so he knew he, he normally plays well against former clubs as well. But well, yeah, we played three times for him without him. he? Yeah, he, well, he, didn't play. he didn't play. Former club, he never let me play. <laughs> that's, <some> <laughs> <sentence>. <laughs> that's
0: probably why right <laughs> I
1: was up there. Got injured, obviously, like everybody else did in that yeah, game. Yeah, he
0: got he got an injury, but I think until then he he was showing good signs. Playing well. He, to be fair, he's a good leader at the moment at the back. I felt sorry for
1: him a bit yesterday because he didn't didn't off get kicked up and down the pitch. He's he yeah, They were flying the all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's he did well. purposely trying to, because they knew he was he was sort of that experienced. Just. Well, um, we had two experiences at the back. One, which I think was yeah. why
0: we did well. Really, I mean, we had the youth of of um, Collins on the right side. We had Fox, who let's be honest, he is quicker than the centre backs. Um yeah. I think he was a good. Kept things tight,
1: didn't he? And, and and the thing is, the organisation of Chester and Bat let let things be a lot steadier going forward. And, and but I do felt, I didn't did think that every time he won the ball, it was like right kicking. Every yeah. time he was just like purposely trying to. Hit him well, he's
0: Warnock. We'll discuss him after, obviously. But I think I think he played well. I mean, you can put your rating in now. I'm gonna. Cause... I'm gonna go seven. I was going to go seven as well, so it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's worked out well. Like, you've gone pipsley high there, make sure, Right, so we move into the next player, which was um, James
1: McLean. Do you know, I feel like I give him the same rating every week, kind I of, do, because at the same time, he, he, he sort of, he, for me, he just worked out hard yesterday. He just kept going all, all game. He's a constant threat. Um, he covers so much ground in a game. He, you see some players just wandering up and down when they wingers. us. McLean's everywhere. He's literally everywhere. And even as he's getting older now, he doesn't look any different every year. He just, he seems to get stronger and quicker. And he's- I, f- I think his best attribute
0: from what I've seen of him so far and why I like him as a player is he's not nothing on, on what he was last season, but He's at his best when he's running at defenders. Yeah, that's when he's at his best when he's sprinting. He's, he's, he's like an old-fashioned winger. He, he is old-fashioned, and yeah. I can understand why Rowett signed him. And to be fair, he, he's been a, he's, he's been a good signing. Fair, uh, great news everyone. Spurs are beating Arsenal 2 0 Just wanted to get that into. You. Uh, but like I say, when he's running at def- when he's running at defenders, he's such a weapon for Stoke at times. Yeah, he, he's, he's a useful player. Nil you could see that he was completely nullified by Middlesbrough, and not not really anyone in the midfield had a, a shining great game against against Middlesbrough. But you know, I'll give him, I'll give him, a, I'll give him probably a seven. To yeah, you know, I was,
1: thought, thought he did all right. Yeah. He's still missing. The thing is, he's still missing that. I think sometimes is that him and Joe Allen linked up well, and he won't get the ball down the, down the flanks to him he's messing that key Keep, sometimes seeing every ball go over the top to me over the top over the
0: well, top I said this to somebody at work because he, he was winding me up he was going at me about he's a Man United fan who never goes so I, I obviously win every time in an argument with the cotton no he had a cotton he you knows from uh, South Manchester apparently because apparently, apparently that's where Congleton is South, South Manchester Man- yeah wow. brilliant. <laughs> he's brilliant he gets murdered for that we're in South Manchester or are oh, we in North London <laughs> <laughs> he said to me that you're not going to go up because you're not strong enough. And I said, wait till Joe Allen comes back. And if he comes back, the way Joe Allen was playing at the end of last season, comes we'll in for the running, we'll go up. Yeah. If he, if he, if we can get Allen back and back to how he was playing at the end of last season under O'Neill with Klukas alongside him and get that formation with better experience in the way we're doing, we can. We've got a chance of automatics. Isn't well, you? the
1: thing is, the one thing that both of us over the last year or so, not towards the end of last season, but under previous management has said that joe allen is running around with like an headless chicken now when, McCle- uh, when michael o'neill come in he gave him more structure to his game and we, sh- we, we didn't do that he made ones when they needed to be done yeah he wasn't
0: and, he wasn't running around like an headless yeah, chicken
1: like he was on yeah. man but now, now and... to me if you it, the, the bits the defensive side of things that joe was doing before and try and do the attacking things as well was affecting his game overall he was missing out on scoring more goals his fitness was suffering for it for me now with McKellen there I'll give Alan that license to get forward he won't worry so much when he gets forward it's going to be
0: difficult to see where his game fit in I mean to be honest I think this it, it could be the end of Klukas which we're going to talk about next obviously Sam Lucas got an injury the way it looked it didn't look very good there's a chance that Joe might be fitting straight in for Lucas and to be honest, I love because my player of the year last year, and if he does go, he'll go as a bit of an hero for me. To be honest, because I think he's the reason Stoke stayed up last season. He
1: was yeah. a shining light in such a dark time for Stoke, weren't he? And, yeah. and, and that's the thing, and and I do feel for him. He's not had the greatest of seasons this year. I know it's been over awful last season and this season now. It it has been up and down, and there's probably other clubs with players who had good seasons the year before and have all of a sudden fell off the, off the earth. I do get that it's been a, a tough one for everybody, but yeah. I just get the feeling with Mikel and that holding point, if Alan's back fit, and the, the Joe Allen we know... Because you can't drop Nick Pallon. thing is, Alan will just... allen has got that class Yeah, an that we're
0: missing at the moment. Yeah. He's got that class. I've always been a bit of a knocker of Joe Allen, because I expected more from him when we dropped to this division. But we have missed him. See, when he comes back, and if we can get him sharp and fit and ready like the Alan we know, he'll rip this league up on this side now because the confidence is everywhere. For
1: me, if Alan had played yesterday, we'd have seen that game out two or three. Yeah, because I think he would have uh, scored. And, uh, yeah. He loves a game where it's down doggy. That's, when yeah, he that's what he is.
0: Cause he did it all the time it's leads again it seems that were going yeah. up he used to come up and get as a winner yeah and that's what it is it's a shame for because he was just getting the rhythm of the game he was starting to i stop, thought the last couple him. of weeks he's been a lot better he has been well, the last couple of games better. he has been he, i thought he did he did a right as well last weekend i thought he he was getting better he was going freaking know oh, he's always coming back and the thing is you, you could see that it takes him a while such a game out it's such a team out that he knows where to run and mm-hmm. pick things he's a clever player but I tell you what, that that tackle from Sam Morrissey was an absolute disgrace. Yeah, went straight through, horrible as well. He was getting in the routine of the game as well, and it's just typical Neil Warnock football, just yeah. dirty, horrible tackling everywhere. And people were telling me Warnock needs to be the man to take us forward. I'd rather I'd rather have anyone else than him. Yeah. He is, he is very predictable for me, Warnock. He he's just a poor man, Tony Pulis. Yeah. He couldn't keep a team in the Premier League if he wanted. No, he, never, has, never he has. No, no, he hasn't. He's never no. get gets sacked or takes me straight yeah. down. Pulis could. He kept us. He got an FA Cup and played in Europe. So yeah. there's a bit of a <laughs> difference in the really. But I think Clucas was unlucky. I'll give him a six because I, I liked his movement towards the end of it before he got. I felt line. sorry. I,
1: I'll give him a six, but I I think I felt sorry for him just because his form was improving. Yeah. and you just look at that yesterday and think I'm just opening it's a long one
0: if we can get him back sooner rather than later because I can remember when Joe Allen got injured about it, it was only a month, been a long month Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, been, wow. yeah it's been a long year <laughs> 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 so I'll, I'm going to give him a six I yeah. he deserves a six for what he came in to do now a bit of a forgotten man that we thought would never play for Stoke again but always pops in and does a good job I can't knock him and that's Jordan Cousins
1: yeah, it's like, it's like just reliable, isn't it? Yeah, because
0: the thing is, he doesn't play for weeks and then comes in and puts a decent performance. I'll play boss. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Saturday.
0: right. We <laughs> forgot
1: about you, Joe. Get in. Yeah. I mean, he did it against Brentford like, last year when uh, we, I just thought, oh, you know, cousin come in the last 25 minutes and... and I won the game for But us. the thing
0: is, when I was watching that game yesterday, I thought he was the best man on the midfield. He was absolutely brilliant. He screened everything brilliant. They couldn't get round him. Yeah. His passing was brilliant. He kept getting us up the balls, up the pitch. I
1: was like, Why well, do you, you start every week? What, what, where's this player come from? <laughs> <laughs> Has he played for Snoop before this? Lad? It's incredible. Maybe he should be that player who comes on regular off the bench I
0: think I think from looking at that, because obviously John Irving McKelly decided to rest, I think he had a bit of a, neat, a, bit of a knock from yeah. Wickham. He, he was brilliant actually against Wickham but you know Jordan's just stepped in and this is what I'm liking this is what I'm really liking about the team at the moment mm-hmm. that someone's going out and then someone puts a performance like that that like Jordan did on Saturday yeah. every pass was Same hitting his man bus- getting us forward yeah. pushing us in this position getting us in that they couldn't get round him properly they had to literally long ball over him because they couldn't get round him which is what Middlesbrough do I mean to be fair they did well with balls over and over... I thought Pugliese was back. Yeah. I really did.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think I'm going to give him an eight for that performance. I think he was absolutely brilliant at on Saturday. And I don't want him dropped for Cardiff as well for that because I think he
1: deserves to keep his place. Yeah. He was a good performance. Especially when we were a bit disjointed in the middle. He, he, he was... I'll go with an eight I think well. he was the best man in the midfield
0: and he gets the eight because he was the best man for me. Yeah. Did nothing wrong at all. Fantastic.
1: Jacob Brown. Another man then just... <laughs>
0: Yeah, he went. Stayed down. on, he
1: stayed on, but he was injured. Carried on till the end. I, 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 what I love about him, which he
0: didn't play, he didn't play very well in the last game, last um, game on Saturday. I, I just love how powerfully, how angry he is when he runs to the ball. <laughs> he's, he's like, get out of the way! I'm, I'm coming forward here, and he's not a wingie, I could tell from him that he's not a wingie. I could understand why Barnsley played him as a right wingie, because of his pace and his power, because you saw that on Saturday against Middlesbrough, just running at everyone, and they he were struggling with him, he was pulling the left back out of position, they were dropping Morsey in to try and cover him, the filthy cheat, there's Morsey, he was trying to cover him, and you could see him in hard a few times to try and get him knocked down as well. Yeah,
1: and he's, he's He's got massive enthusiasm, but this is probably a personal dig at, at Sam Vokes, but I just play him up top, Fletcher's out, play what up with of uh, To me, a, a stray dog could do a better job than Vokes up fronts. Brown will not do any anyway. That's, that's
0: a bit harsh at the moment, that
1: is. Come
0: on. Yeah, no, I'm not his biggest fan, there's no on. question, but he's not a deity dog. Satan <laughs> <That's laughs> I mentioned it straight. Yeah. I mean, he's got no owners. <laughs> he, we won't see much more of him after the end of the season anyway, but going back to Brown, to be honest, he took quite a couple of heavy blows from then. And he didn't he didn't seem like it bothered him. He was just like, yeah. whatever, let's you get got going. I on, and yeah. I, I I do like Brown. We need to sort of consistency, so. that's his problem. Well both you both said, so. aren't that he,
1: he's a rough diamond He's he? a rough
0: diamond But yeah. need but I think in a couple of I don't know, a couple of bit a couple of months or something might Mike finally started
1: because you can't, you, you could do with him having a settled possession as well. Because I've noticed in a few games it's like drop in here, come off the bench, drop in here. Do yeah. For me, if he's either going to play him on the wing or he's going to play him up top, the problem is him up front, which is what where I reason why I don't
0: think he's played him up front, which is clever from Michael O'Neill, is he, he's missing chances. That's the problem. he He has had a couple of opportunities where he's you know. Wasted it or put it straight to a goalkeeper, or that he's got to improve on. He's got yeah. to improve on his finishing. You, you, all he needs is a couple of weeks with Lee Gregory and that'll sort him out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's what it does. Like, <laughs> I thought you would have bit the head off at that. You, you haven't reacted, that's annoying me. But uh, yeah, I'll give, him an, I'll give him an 8 actually for that performance. Just running out of hard. You couldn't, couldn't go with him. I'll
1: give 7. I wouldn't say it was anything. Special.
0: Just absolute no chance. Right. So Nick Powell. Eh. Yeah, great. Is that it? <laughs> great. <laughs> Move on.
1: <laughs> I just, I just think with with Powell it is, he's his creative brain. He it just he's got great vision. You can see why he played at the top. Where, well, it, where, well, he why was well, at the top? at the top. It's <laughs> just sometimes, like especially missing Joe is he can pick that pass and he, he can just make things happen out of nowhere. And when we've got a fully fit Powell, you, you can tell, especially when Fletcher's played this season as well, the link up, he, he just knows where where. I to think be and where the ball needs to go as well.
0: Dario Grady mentioned us about Nick Powell and obviously that promotion season before he went on to play for Man United and he said he hasn't got good skills of play, but he's got an incredible football, football brain. brain. Yeah, that's that's what he's got. Because yeah. I see that because he he literally sometimes will do nothing for eighty eight minutes, but there's two minutes where he'll just touch bang goal. Yeah, and it's,
1: where's that come from? I remember last season? I can't remember who he was against. Where he barely touched the ball for half an hour, and then he picked the ball up on the left hand side. He went round two players, passed the ball, and we scored. And you're thinking, who was that? <laughs> literally happens. everyone round us going,
0: who who just did that. <laughs>
1: It was Nick Powell. I don't think he played today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was awful. He him off. <laughs> but
0: you, again, but I'll tell you what, something again, dirty tactics. Middlesbrough knew who all Inchpin was. Yeah, They were kicking him left, right, and centre. They were, I, I thought it was a 70s game yeah. at times. They were just in, in at him, trying to knock him over, little niggly tackles getting in him. But he didn't bother him.
1: Warnock's way though. If you look at most Warnock teams over the years, he's always had... Two quick wingers whipping balls in the box. And when that doesn't work, he kicks lumps out of everybody. That's his mentality. That's all it's ever been. He's always done it. He did it at Cardiff. He had... Um, oh, it was a lad who nearly come stoke from Blackburn on the wing. I think he's still there. Oh, Junior Hoyland. Yeah. Pace. He's good. Pace on the wings. Right, boys. Whip the ball down the flanks and whip it in the box. That's what Pulis did, didn't he? But better, obviously.
0: Yeah. And he... I'll be honest with you I thought know, Powell was literally targeted by the defence and couldn't play his natural game there was a couple of good little little deft touches little touches to get things moving but he couldn't play right. he literally couldn't play because they were constantly on him he couldn't move yeah. he, he, I think he was man man marked as well because every time he tried to move there was somebody next to him I, I can't think, think who it was
1: I think um, a lot of that was done before Kirkhoff. I think they targeted yeah they did him, yeah,
0: yeah. he didn't yeah. work through 1-1-0 so yeah. they are uh, I'll give him a 7 because like I say he couldn't play his game but I think he did his, his touches kept us going kept us moving in the right yeah. place I think he did well yeah absolutely. right now bow down to the king again it's Taris Campbell
1: yeah I mean he had a good chance didn't he really one on one and for me he should have lifted it but I'm not okay. going to say anything about Taris. it wasn't it wasn't that sort of game where he could play his game well, but the,
0: the thing is what I liked about those touches, yeah fair enough he didn't do it but I just like his audacity for some of these little tricks yeah. and these things he does. I think that's what we've been missing for a long time, yeah. to have that confidence to just go right I'll do that, I'll do this. And he, I think he was absolutely brilliant, He's directly running at him, he was aggressive which is what I've been after. I've said I think three, three weeks ago or three months ago on pod I said he needs to be stronger, he needs to be angry, he needs to go at him more. And he's starting to do it now, his confidence is brimming, he's improving. And to be honest, yes, he should have scored and sealed the game off against Middlesbrough. Yeah, but
1: the thing is, I just think it's one of them games against Borough, against Neil Warnock side, that player, flair players will go missing in them games. They will, because that's what mentality of football he plays. And, he's probably, and he'll do it to a few other clubs this season as well. Yeah, it's, probably get norwich and sit back it's doggy can, performances It's each space get a
0: ball out. up try and get a goal and then bring everybody to sit yeah. back and it's good we got the goal which was fa- fairly early which made them they had to come out yeah. and to be fair i'll be honest now If steven fletcher playing that game i think we would have
1: won that 3 you now yeah because the thing is fletcher's not just good in in the quicker games he's also good in the dogged games we, as well. but the thing is he's injured and we're still winning that's yeah. what I mean
0: we're still picking up games we're still picking up results We're still pick- they, it's reminding me of a team that's yes we've had a few but you've got to think we were robbed against Watford we were robbed against Norwich yeah. by referees you know a goal that didn't even go over the line but we went to Reading League leaders and smashed them and smashed them yeah. the thing is if, we, if we'd had the rub of the green we'd be top of the league now by four points yeah. if you think about it yeah. so at the end of the day people sitting there now at home now going they, oh, they won't go up we should be top of the league mm. This is how good we're playing at the moment.
1: People have got to start realising that. Yeah, there's a bit of misfortune along the way. I mean, the thing is with with Tyrese as well, which I suppose the boners need to realise, is the teams that will come out and play football against us, if Tyrese is firing on all cylinders, he will punish them. If you give Tyrese Campbell too much room, because the thing is that's what you get when the better teams come to town. The better teams come and they play football and they play out and they they attack you. If you lose the ball against us... And you've got Tyrese on one side, and we've got other players come back as well. We've got Valenden come back. We've no, got McLean or Ryan. Yeah. We will punish teams now when we're fully. Yeah. We've got a fully fit squad. The thing is, what I'm looking at, we'll
0: discuss Stoke's performances after because, like I so say, we'll move into that because you got to put your questions in. But I mean, Campbell, I think as an all-round player in the top end of the pitch, I think he's the best in the league. I do. I think he's the best in the league. If you notice his shots, shots per goals. I think he's only missed the target three times this season yeah which is incredible really for a player that didn't well, play he get league. on the side
1: though did he at the beginning
0: well he he can't do he, he bit, sort of dropped him in that and he, he sort of come back with a flourish but i i think we've got a real player there and if we go up to the
1: premier league I, I, I think he'll just go on and on and on i really yeah. do i think what's give with campbell i think what's give him a little bit of com- more confidence this year is knowing that if he is out wide He's got somebody in the middle in Fletcher who he can provide for. Yeah, he's basically that link-up play between the two where if he couldn't do it himself, Tyrese would go, Yeah, well, Fletcher will do it. Well, it's like Rooster, Russell, and Steen. You'd have Russell, who was a powerhouse,
0: great finisher as well, and you had Steen, who was just a mop up finisher. But they're both good at it. This is the great thing about it. Campbell's got, what, six assists this season. Yeah. he's he's great he's just as good scheme wasn't scheme was just a lethal finisher so yes Campbell
1: won't score as many goals but he creates goals as well Fletchell drop back Fletchell uses his head Fletchell hit it from inside the box outside the box he is that all round sort of finish article in, yeah. in some respects and the thing is with Taris running alongside him he, he, knows he knows when he gets that ball into the box we've got some real danger there for me I still think we need something else because there's two strikers at the club, I wouldn't have laced anybody's boots up. But we could do with another, maybe another kid or something. Mm. We, but we need
0: did, we need another powerful centre forward that's similar to Fletcher. That
1: as we could progress
0: to he was probably eight years younger to be honest. But I think, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with an, an for Campbell. I'll give him an eight because eight. He, he was yeah. all over him. He was absolutely all over him. Right now, I'm going to bring down the Sunday shoots because. They were brilliant against Middlesbrough. Josh Tyman came into the midfield because we're short in the midfield. Because mm-hmm. he is a
1: midfielder. <laughs> well,
0: to be honest, I think he's a left winger the way, but I don't no. know. He's he, he plays somewhere. That's all I can say. I think he did well. He fitted in, disciplined performance as well. Every he made his tackles. Didn't make sure. Made sure he he wasn't fouling. You know he was he was making his passes work. He was getting in the right positions. He's
1: another one who needs sort of consistency out because at the end of the last season he was, he was like we'd sign someone for Barcelona. Yeah, but last the last three
0: performances where he's come on, he hasn't been impressed, which is why he hasn't been in the squad. Yeah. But he had a chance to come on, make a bit of an impact in a position that isn't really known for him, and I think he did well. He made a big challenge towards the end of the game as well, which kept us in it. Yeah. And I think he was really good. He came off the bench and he's gonna he's gonna get a mark because he, he really performed well. Yeah, about. it must be a
1: frustrating one for for Michael of, of time and because obviously at times when he does come in, he has these blistering performances, and then other times you're going, what's going on? He, 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 his level goes from being top, yeah, the, to rock bottom.
0: He doesn't. Yeah, have, there's, there's no in between with him. It's right. like. It, with good players, normally you, you, you'll get like a 10, 10, then it's like a seven, 6, 7. You're always yeah. above 5, but his last performances, you know, I was, I was finding it really hard not give him a 4. Yeah. To be honest, a couple of the performances after that. But I'll give him a, I'll give him a solid 7 because I think, to be honest, that challenge alone deserves yeah. it because if he got through would have been 1-1 and Neil one just doesn't deserve it. They were very lucky, yeah. I thought on Saturday it was 1-0. It is one
1: of them games, that game against Borough, where after 25 minutes you really looking at it going. We just need this game end. Regardless, just need this game end before we lose any role players, before we lose Ataris.
0: Yeah, well, we're now going to give a mention to probably a lot of people's greatest ever players and longest servants. We're going to talk about... I think he's 8th at the moment, all-time page record load, and that's Ryan Shortcross's back.
1: Yeah, he did well for 25 minutes. He sort of saw the game out for us, really. Mm, um, he, looked, he looked fit again, which looked, which was good. He didn't come off injured. Which yes. was a good time. <laughs> Thumbs up, Ryan. You didn't finish
0: injured. but I, I <laughs> think he was like all the way home. I stayed on. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is with Ryan, and people have thrown him out and said, you know, he's done now, he needs to retire, this, that and the other. He is still our best defender. Don't care what anybody says... There's nobody that can defend as
1: well as him at that club. It, full fitness, yeah. And, and the thing is, he's our captain as well. And yeah, he's, he still is. And, and the thing is, that little bit more experience, and especially Stoke experience, yeah. not just football experience, about knowing this. he'd come on and saw the game out. But forward. the thing is, what was
0: impressive, because you could hear him screaming, yeah. because that was always the criticism of Ryan, that people said he didn't shout enough. Where yeah. it wasn't loud enough, but this performance on Saturday, you could hear him screaming, yeah. screaming, seemed like. That is their
1: Jordan, so Jordan, Jordan. Mate, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was only talking. Jordan, <laughs> just being a fan, mate. But you could see Jordan too, oh, I'm having a good game, mate. What,
0: <laughs> and that's that's the thing, though. So I think um, to see Ryan back, it's always a good sight. And I thought he did his job. He he stayed solid. And I think if we can get him back and get him fit. And the thing is, that's what's also so exciting. You've got bats, you've got Chester in the back lines, so who can come in, we've got Collins there. We, I think centre-back now, I think we're starting to look a little bit stable at this point. But I'll, I'll give him, a, I'll give him a, a 15 for that performance coming off the bench.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, he, he's... I'm not actually giving him a 15, I'm giving him a 7. <laughs> 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 the thing is, with Ryan is. We we all know that if if we get a fully fit Ryan, he he is first name isn't he at the back. Yeah. He is because you know what you're getting from him week in week out. It's just been it's just interesting to see if we do get, get him back. Yeah. Because then performances are what are going to get him back. The twenty five minute cameo appearances to get him fully fit is what we're going to have to have because yeah. the problem is we put him in first name against Cardiff you don't know do you? He, could, he could be no, I, think far, he's, I don't think he's ready to
0: start yet but as long as we keep bringing him on and giving him them chances to get match Sharp and get fitter then that's what we're after and also there was a substitute for Oakley Booth who came on for Nipal right so now we'll talk about the, the overall game oh and what you've mentioned as well a forgotten man was on the bench was he? Liam Lindsay was on the bench. Who? <laughs> Where's he been? Well, I thought he'd gone on loan. No, no, he hasn't. He's he's still there. He's still at the club. He's still there. And that's all we've got to say about that. But right, so we've, we've <laughs> talked. that was great. He
1: was on the bench. Liam <laughs> Lindsay. Right, that's <let's> off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we'll talk about the whole display now. The Potters. If you haven't got on already, get yourself on. No pressure <laughs> <laughs> but um, I won't talk about the whole squad is, is the way we're playing at the moment like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a, a temper that for that performance yeah I mean, for Michael ONe I think, I, it was, I I was think 10 for
1: his poor performance over the last couple of weeks. Uh, to me, he's obviously got a, a squad together now that they're all never going to play at some point yeah and he's not bothered about changing it If he thinks you're not doing well he'll change it. We've had too many managers over the years. Who go well, yeah, but he he he's a big. We have bought him for. But he's got to play. Who's it was guilty? That was Joe. When Joe wasn't playing well, he still played. The I think with O'Neill, he'll change it. If he doesn't think he's playing well, he'll change it. it. The thing is, he'll change it
0: as well. But the one thing I'm so that I'm happy with is Michael O'Neill. I think this is the best
1: technical manager I've seen. Still, I think what he's doing with what group of players we've got. Because I do genuinely think there's at least seven to eight in our squad, not the first team, but in a, is the full squad, who are overperforming. I don't and think it's here. just overperforming. I think
0: he's signed. He hasn't spent any money, but he's brought in good players. John Obi McCall has improved the team. Stephen Fletcher's improved the team. He wanted a right back, and he's playing Collins there now because he obviously doesn't rate Tommy Smith there, which I think we already knew anyway. Yeah. He knows what he needs, and he gets it and it's the way he changes the formations and changes this and he's like he's got a combined working workhorse there with Campbell and and Fletcher but then he's also brought Brown in for when Campbell can't play who isn't as good don't get me wrong but he's
1: similar a rough diamond that's got real good quality he could he could get he could change he could change on Joe O'Neill Brown he could get a lot better well, that's what I mean
0: the, the thing is that these players can improve they can get better but the, the thing that's so exciting is that he's buying players and knowing what he wants and what he's getting mm-hmm. Jordan Thompson's got incredible quality we, we, we've seen it
1: I think he's another rough diamond but yeah. he's, his left foot's incredible is he buying the thing is he's buying players he want, he he wants youth money wise I don't, I don't think he's buying players for the sakes of buying them like some managers I have them, in the past. Think,
0: imagine what he'd do with money yeah
1: this is a thing. I mean, the thing is as well for Michael O'Neill, especially that move who have given him a bit of stick here and there. You can't understand... It can't is, be any... There's no still fans be, giving him a stick. It will, will, will because <laughs> I've seen it on social media at times. <laughs> well, he still should not have done... Well, still still it. Well, you've got to think,
0: when was the last time we lost where we deserved to lose? That's a
1: while ago, isn't it? That's what I mean. But what, what I'm saying is... We're literally this, in a, that's such good form. Well, this is a big learning curve for Michael O'Neill as well, because he's never managed in league football. That's the thing, you've got to remember. Oh well, yeah, but it's, you know, Brecken and, yeah, and Shamrock. But yeah, but not, not, not here. No, not at not no, the not not championship level. level. No. So this has all been a learning curve for him last season as well. So at the end of last season, it was all a big learning curve for him. He's obviously gone away at the end of the season, learned where he was making mistakes, come back in this season and gone, right, we're not doing it like this, we're not doing this, we're not doing it like that. And it's it's clear to see that whatever changes he's making, they're working. Because there isn't that much squad difference. It's not like he's gone out and done a Chelsea and bought 11 players. No, he's bought three players, is he? Four players. Fletch, Brown, McCall, Guns coming on low, but he's injured. Manpark, but he's injured. <laughs> Broken fingers. <laughs> on it. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? You can't sit there and go, well, the old squad's different from last right, season. He's basically
0: got the best out of what he got. And the thing is, what he's done, he's got rid of all the. All the he's obviously. Got rid of the people who were problem players. Look at the improvement in this team since Jack Butland's gone. Says so a
1: lot, of So it
0: shows that was Jack Butland one of those ones that's causing major at all the time. Yeah, I've yeah. played for England. I We don't yeah. know. Joe Allen hasn't been a part of the team. Is he one of them? Yeah. In in he isn't injured. He's just waiting until January to offload him. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see him back fully fit and whatever, but. I don't think Joe
1: is. Well, we, 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 don't, we,
0: we don't know because we, none of us would have thought Jack Buckland was, but look at the improvements since he's gone. I mean, he's, he's going to regret that Jack Buckland is because there's no way he's getting that great to that goal at Palace. No. So, you
1: know, we'll wave at him on the bench next season in the yeah. Premier League. Jack, how is it? <laughs> is it comfy, that bench? <laughs> sometimes, though, sometimes it goes to people's heads. Since You've played for England, you come off injured. That's it. You haven't played for England 50 times. It, it, the thing is, you've you still got to work hard. Well, Michael Ricketts was like, I want to Walking around going, get out and play for England. Yeah, but you barely played a game since. Yeah, for <laughs> Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, that's, it, it comes back to what me and you were talking about a few hours ago. Like certain managers years ago wouldn't have put up with that. You'd have been out the door, regardless. I know obviously you can't do it as much now with financial things and everything else, but years ago, like you think like Roy? We said about Roy Keane. I think Roy Keane had pulled with all that in the jassing movement we had, with all these charlatans. Well, I think I say. think that's where Gary
0: Rowett and Nathan Jones fell on the sword because they could sort out the rotten
1: apples from the the yeah. rotten
0: back room. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, I'll make do with him, die because he's got quality, and he's undoubtedly got quality." Mm-hmm. Endi and Peter Eto'o are probably better midfielders than we've got now. Yeah, they are the quality. quality. But they, they haven't got the mentality, they yeah. don't want to fight for the shit, whereas these players, he's literally gone, right, get rid of him, 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 him. right, get rid of him. yeah, have he's lost, well, get rid of him. <laughs> 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 Shut up, totally. get rid of him. <laughs> and he's literally gone through there and now we've got a dimension, and even Vokes and Gregory, obviously players he, he doesn't want. He's given chances last season, he didn't perform and won't perform. They're at the age where they can't improve, he'll get rid of them. But he's brought in Fletcher who's improved the forward line. But I but don't
1: sit there and look at Vokes and Gregory as it being a mentality problem. I don't no, sit I there just, and I just it and go, they don't want beer. I don't, I don't look at them like that. Every time they come on the pitch... I'm not going to sit there and say that they don't try. No, they do.
0: Gregory's just not good enough in votes. Votes can't jump on an inch off the floor. In yeah, is just just hasn't recovered from he's, that he's injury. He's finished. Yeah, he's he just finished. he hasn't recovered from that injury. Beany fan told me that he hasn't recovered from that injury. He got. He's, he's lost
1: two yards of pace he's done and we, he is we've got, we've got work on at our place if he wants a job we, we, he could get a job at our place he's alright he's on 38 Stoke I'm sure he'll be fine
0: but the, the thing is he's probably he'll probably drop down from Stoke probably stay in the championship but at the moment he'll do for a player that he, can come in he now and again we aren't losing are we so I'm
1: not bothered if we've he does got play to now golf and again. again I'd just hang my boots up now he would help us really if he did but I, I, <laughs> I
0: think I, Gregory has
1: still got a career Gre- Gregory's, so. Gregory's a good
0: player it's just that League he's one. a striker and he doesn't take enough chances. At League One, he's a, he's a top player. Say if he went Crew, ne- ne- in the sub, he'd, do well in he'd one. be brilliant for Crew. Yeah. He'd be exactly what they need. But we're a club trying to get back to the Premier League. Yeah. And the fact is, we he's, he's brought three transfers in, but they're all quality quality players. Fletcher, even though he's getting on, which was always what I was worrying him, McCall, even though he's getting on, these have played at the highest level. And Fletcher's Fletcher. always scored goals. And Fletcher, go. But Fletcher was. Was a regular. I mean, I think four, four out of his five seasons at Sunderland, he was top goal scorer.
1: Yeah.
0: McCall played in the midfield of Chelsea. Won Europe Champions Leagues. Won Premier League yeah. titles. He knows what it's about. He's a winner. He yeah. hasn't come to go. Right, where's the golf club? <laughs> He's come here to play football. Yeah. The and fact he,
1: is, some of them they aren't bad eggs. But just... attitude. When you saw his interview, you could tell McCall's got a good attitude towards football. He wants to come and he wants to play football. Yeah. The problem is I don't think the screening for some of these players that have come in in the past has been good enough. Well, because I think it's not only that, it's like, I should be playing every week. Yeah. It's like, well, you know,
0: yeah. <laughs> but that needs to be stated in the, in the interview. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to do that though. Because they can say whatever they want just to get the bloody contract, can't they? And then after that, they change. Yeah. It's like if you look at Peter Etebo's record before he comes not stay. Do your research? He, he, he was, yeah. Last Palmas, wherever it was. This was a big move for Eterbo. He thought, oh my God, get in here, get back up in the Premier League. Have a Premier League midfielder. Mm-hmm. But as soon as that didn't happen, their mentality showed, mm-hmm. I don't want to stay here, I'm too yeah. good to be at this club. They, you've lost them then. But the thing is, you've got players like Tom Hintz. Now, Tom Hintz, for some reason, thinks he's his dad, which is nowhere near but the thing is with Tom Hintz he does he doesn't kick up a fuss he isn't causing very he does try he's just not good enough for what we all play in the system that we play because he's too inconsistent. Now if Gary Howard didn't understand that because when he was at Derby he wasn't inconsistent he was brilliant at Derby and Nathan
1: Jones didn't play the system. I think as well that when these players do start doing this where they're not like Vermeer for instance, is just sitting there letting the contract run down. I think somewhere that needs to be stopped. There needs to be something brought in to stop that, to stop players doing it. If I don't, I don't care if it's a contract. If you're not playing during that contract, you should be able to be, have it terminated after a certain length of time. Because it's gone on and on and on. I'm not saying you can terminate well, it we'll, the first
0: we'll, year. We'll we'll get rid of them over time. But as long as are on kicking force are ruining what Michael O'Neill's done, I'm not bothered. We'll get rid of him eventually, and then eventually it'll open up money for the club. I just
1: don't think it's very fair on, on, on teams, because the thing is, all right, fair enough, the club's brought him in to play for Stoke. It's not worked out well, he's not willing to move, so he's just going to run the contract down and bleed the club dry of a contract. As yeah, far as I'm concerned, there should, there should be something involved in FIFA or in the FA that says after 12 months, if he hasn't kicked a ball, he should be allowed to let him go after the following season you know, there's there's players in the past that have had bad
0: starts and then two years down the line of it's like yeah but he's not injured no no not injured i mean just it's like i can't so you think
1: it's right it. what doing at arsenal no not,
0: i not but it's they shouldn't have given the contract yeah. it's their own fault mm-hmm. the thing is i i don't agree with it but it's like if somebody gave you a contract it'd be a plaster or what so and you just went right and you did one wall brilliantly. <laughs> one wall was fantastic, but the others weren't. You're not going to
1: have a good reputation, are you? No, but at the same time, if you're plastering, you can plaster till you're 70. Your football career is until you're 34, 35. Once it's done, it's done with. You're not playing again, unless you want to play Sunday League. But if you want to, at the end of the day, you, these players need to realise that when they were on that football pitch when they were 10, 11, and they were going, Oh what do you want to do when you grow up, I won't be a footballer. You do know, ask that same little boy ten years later go, What do you want to do when you now? Well I just want to sit in a nice warm office, earning money but not playing football. Yeah well, the
0: thing is is he's won everything you need when. He's won a why, world cup. Why he's, why he's he's won a World Cup, he's won a Dutch a German, a German Cup, he's won a Champions League of Real Madrid. He, for me why he's yeah. one two. So that's
1: think. that's your mentality on it for me, I'd leave.
0: But, but he's got two FA Cups as well at Arsenal. So even if the end of his Arsenal career, they'll go. We were successful at Arsenal. Won two FA Cups yeah, or three, I think. Actually, I think he won one last year because he was a part of the squad. So you know, if he's won three FA Cups at Arsenal, I'd still leave. Well, he would have done, but the problem is that contract's there, and he wants that money. He doesn't need the money, though. No, well, the interest. The interest is in Yeah, he might have. He might have a nine million pound house. He's paying a mortgage. Well, that's (laughs) (laughs) his (laughs) fault. He might be. Well, I can't leave that. I've got a mortgage on my neck. I'll teach you. Well, you've got to think because somebody said that about money in football and what the circumstances are. I think it was it's about Gareth Bale. I think well, not Gareth Bale because he does earn ridiculous money, but it was somebody played in the Premier League and he said, "I'm skint," and he's like, "Oh, you skint? You're on." 50 60 grand a week and he goes i was on 56 grand a week because my wife decided to buy a four million pound house yeah and because we had to pay it off in the five-year period i was paying more i was i was only taking him 15
1: grand a yeah. week He's eating famous, <laughs> <Christy> Park, <laughs> he was trying to pay this house off because yeah. <laughs> you've got to think which rich from sausages <laughs> rich tea and a
0: coffee <laughs> <laughs> i'm a footballer here and that's, that's the thing that you look at because you've got to pay off these big massive and it's what it is I don't really want to go into that but it's now part you of the second. second well it's now time for the second clue before we go into Neil Warnock
1: Second clue Right played for Scotland that's Oh it. I know it is and famously had a bust up with Gattuso at Milan I've got a feeling I know it is I'm yeah. not 100% sure but I think I know it is As an assistant Right Yeah and then one more clue after that what's the other clue he was a manager at stoke he was a manager at stoke so who did he play for he played for morton leeds united when leeds were massive i know who he is yeah and then he moved to man united yeah he was, he was a crap Stoke manager as well <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i know exactly who he is now yeah yeah, yeah. And he did play for Milan as well. Yeah. And he's probably the worst miserable man on and stuff at the moment, isn't he? But well, partly one of
1: the hardest men in <laughs> football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he
0: does a lucky when you look at him now. Yeah. I'll reveal that later. I could okay, <laughs> <laughs> It might be 1-0, <one> eh? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is
1: 1-0. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, so we'll talk about Neil Warnock and his disgusting behaviour on Saturday.
1: What more does he want out of a portal, <laughs> <laughs> there's water on the floor. You can smell fumes. Toilets were blocked. So <laughs> welcome to Stoke. It's great. Well, <laughs> Charlie Elton, the family. <laughs> well, what's do expect from a portaloos? He's got, he's got that
0: many lads in there. He said we weren't social distancing, but from what I, what I know anyway. There's a, a porter cabin and the away dressing room.
1: I think the away dressing room's closed according to the press. So why though? I don't know. I don't know if it's something to do with COVID or not, but. The thing is, I've never been in there, actually, to be honest. The thing is, if, if, if he's complaining about the state of these port cabins wouldn't you have gone and spoke to somebody and said, listen, you need to sort these out, they're a bit of a mess. But instead, we have got to tell you what, we'll go get lumps out of the players and stuff. <laughs> basically, yeah. So, if, if he
0: was trying to make out the reason they've lost is because the port cabins had water on the floor. Yeah. And they couldn't have a wee. They well, could have a wee, but he, he blocked <laughs> just shut the lid after I, I, I think i think i don't like the man i don't like him like vipe the person i haven't mentioned about for a while he was his first choice when we went down he was going we need neil warnock he's got a proven record of getting us up
1: yeah the proven record of going straight, straight back him down. down so, so. I <laughs> minute he lifts the title bye neil <laughs> It's uh, It is a swan song, isn't it? Bye yeah. <laughs> bye Neil Bye why? <laughs> why? Why? Why why have we gotta go? Well crap at the preps <laughs> <laughs> He'll come straight back down and then lose your job so you know it's a nice little end. I think he's clutching at straws, two defeats back to back. At the end of the day, we're all living in a society now where the way dressing rooms used to be bad. It's not all they can Come in here and play football, we don't want you in. You're the outside. No, it was the outside that had the leather chairs in and all the nice little comforts. All they had in the away end was an ice bath. And that was it. They used to be bad, the away dressing rooms at one time. Oh, yeah, years ago, that, yeah. they luxury like they are now.
0: Yeah. I, I can't remember it, who was it was now. Uh, Ian, Ian Holloway was managing somewhere. It was either Blackpool or... It was somewhere yeah. Ian Holloway was managed. and He might have been QPR. And the players went in the dressing room. Now, if this happened, I'd go, yeah, yeah, we've done bad here. They went into the bathrooms, the shower rooms, and there was a teard in there, all over the floor, (laughs) like smeared on the sides and everything. Now, if that happened, I'd go, yeah, that is out of order. Yeah, that's a bit wrong. Because I mean, Ian Holloway was partly dead upset about it, was (laughs) near enough refusing play. Because, (laughs) (laughs) good he tried playing the kit man the other team for him it was a great story he heard it on another podcast it was brilliant I think at times that Neil Warnock will clutch at any straw to cause a ruckus yeah. and make himself known he wants to be Brian Clough but fails badly at it yeah. he don't, he's a character in the game and I do like him for that he is a character as long as he's not the stoke manager he can do what he wants
1: yeah. I mean
0: he's managed everyone else I mean let's
1: be honest he's managed 40 clubs or something like that now but what's, the thing is they go into the port's cabin, you, they're obviously not in the kit, you get changed into your kit, you have a pee, you go up warm up, you come back in, manager's team talk, go out, play 90 minutes, come back in, quick shower, get changed, on the bus, off you go. What, what are they doing in there in the morning? Like spending all day in there, are they? I, I don't understand what, what why they need to be in there all the time, are they? We're not social distancing. What we doing? lie down for a bit together in there. What the
0: two? It's got to be a big port cabin for a squad. So it's, it must be two. So what was the other one like? Oh, that was brilliant. That one. What's that? The toilets. Where, we'll use that one then. said he loved it. Yeah, <laughs> a great. He said the showers were perfect. <laughs> the, it, it's just, it's just clutching his stores He's made himself look like an absolute clown. Well, then he, then he gave up. They went in at Tuesday Tuesday through to what, yeah. Basically, he he's, 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 he's he's not a good loser, is he? And, no. and He's all falling apart at Middlesbrough. But there we go. Right, so we'll go into. We, we there was no point in clue, is there because I know what it is. The only other clue was, is he coming for Lou McCarthy? Yeah, that's say uh, Joe Jordan. It is indeed. <laughs> <laughs> one nil. Come on, what a start! That's a good question, though. Wasn't <laughs> it? Yeah, it was a good question until he mentioned Leeds and United. And I was like, oh, I know. The Milan know. one was the throwing one, really. Yeah, it threw me because you, you mentioned Bristol City and Southampton. Not many people go Bristol City and Milan. And plus the it, then it came in because you said manager. Now, if you hadn't said manager, I'd still be because like, at first I was thinking Billy McKinley. Because I think he had a little stint abroad just after Blackburn, but as soon as you mentioned, he was Scottish and he was a manager at Stoke. I thought, I know that, he was crap. <laughs> 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 I remember yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> but he, he, yeah, he was a nasty, nasty pig as a player. No wonder he played for Leeds, he, he'd fit their system completely yeah. before going on to Man United. He played with McCauley as well. Well, I, I think it was a sh- suggestion from mccarney to give him the job i think we'd He'd lost him. like three or four games
1: four nil in it crap and he, and he, the he, he, that was that that was very that was his first full season last I, don't, I don't think he managed long after no, he that was
0: out, as well he was from stoke yeah yeah i don't think he managed much after that because a,
1: a lot of his <laughs> jobs are more of assists. because he was yeah. an assistant at port at portsmouth Yeah. Um, Harry Redknapp's number two for a long yeah, time he did manage Bristol City for a
0: while yeah that didn't go well no no not very good right so 1-0 me I'm winning right so um, right so I think that'll do this week, I think, I'll it's do. A, I think it's been a good podcast. It it discussed everything. I think that's the best player rating that's ever been. Right, so everyone knows where we are. We're on every podcast platform, we're on every bit of social media. Make sure you look forward, just put us, put us podcast in, share it with your friends as well. If you've got friends who are Stoke fans, just tag them in and get them in. So thanks for listening. To Rot, all the best.